Neither did I. It's Lewis's turn to take notes. Sweet. Lewis, it's on you, sucker. Okay, it's a quick one. <laughs> All right, robot right. punches. Right. This was trick two it was. Yes, movie. Goodbye. Let, let me tell you about, a little bit about Blade Trinity. <laughs> I think that was the funniest podcast in the world. If yet again we talk about Blade Trinity more than the other movie. So. Ryan Reynolds is not in this movie, sadly. Yeah, he's the one. He would. It'd be nice if he was. He's he's missing. <laughs> oh, we got John Cleese. That's true. He's equally as good as Ryan Reynolds, I feel. But uh, we're the Postman Podcast. For some odd reason, we created another theme month, which is uh, middle of a movie <laughs> movies, <laughs> middle of a saga movie. I think because I can't. Te- I don't know. I guess we no, because Shrek is the only non-trilogy we didn't do. It's a, it's a, it's a not first in a franchise. Yeah. Month. Some like seconds in a franchise. That's how it should be. Yeah. That's. I it. mean, we could replace Shrek two with Rush Hour two. I also saw that. If we do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? I haven't seen Rush Hour two in a long time. Uh, neither have I. And I think I've only seen it the one time. So. <laughs> Random Rush Hour 2 story real quick. So I was going through my my, my VHS tapes over there, and for some odd reason, I guess I created a nighttime tape at some point, Mm -hmm. and it contained both Shrek and Rush Hour 2. Oh, that's an interesting... Just the first Um, Shrek, not the second. This is kind of a return to our 2004 blockbusters. Yeah, because this this was the highest blockbuster of that year, too. Really? This was the highest box office gross. This didn't come out in the summer, did it? Yeah, it did. It oh, came it out in May. Okay. That's why it was. That's why I was like, we could do Shrek two, but it does. I wouldn't call it a summer blockbuster. I would call it more it's, an animated kids. Yeah, movie. the kids movie is sort of a separate yeah. kettle of fish yeah. from a blockbuster. I mean, the thing that I love about Shrek is that they put these starving artists that nobody knows on the map, like Smash Mouth or Cat and Crows, or, or Mike Myers, you or I mean? Cameron Diaz, or you know, these... Antonio Banderas was the only person that I could be like, okay, his status was raised Whoa. by Shrek. <laughs> no, I feel like Antonio. He was Zorro. <laughs> but the Zorro movie made nothing. Yeah, but he was. He was already he was up there. Mariachi. He was, yeah, he he did stuff. Yeah, but I feel like I meant like a household name because of Shrek. Because of Puss in oh. Boots, he oh, became like a household, household name. No, you're right. You're definitely right. You, you might be on. Oh, and no, same thing with Mike Myers. It definitely made Mike Myers a household name because but Mike Myers that, had SNL and Wayne's World. Yeah, and, but I mean, I feel like and Austin Powers. But the, yeah. Austin Powers definitely wasn't like like I feel like Shrek is more of a. Everybody in the family, you know, really kind of like Shrek. Either the kids follow the memes, mm-hmm. or the parents just like the message. But like when it came like Austin Powers, you know what I mean? I remember my parents. Oh, behave! Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't let me watch that movie until I was my older. Mother <laughs> my, so. mother, my mother had. My mother had her times where. My mom was great with some of those things. We would watch some R-rated raunchy comedies together. That's why people think it's weird when I go. Oh, I brought my mom to all these R-rated. Nah, sex I mean, comedies. Yep. My mom and I went and watched Sex Drive at the movie theater. And uh, everyone, we left that movie. My everyone at work was like, "Did you bring your mom?" I remember that. Uh-huh. That was weird. That's a good. <laughs> See, that's I good. feel like Ken was there. That's a good movie. I was there, and I think that was maybe before. <laughs> that was before we probably hung out. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think that was before yeah. we became friends. But um, but the movie is Shrek too. So, Brandon <laughs> Shrek story. <laughs> so, for Shrek one. My mom bought the DVD, and we all really wanted to watch it. My mom falls asleep, and then I decided, so we kind of slept in the basement together. Mm -hmm. And so the DVD menu pops up for Shrek 1, and it goes, 
and it's just Donkey bouncing up and down that's saying, pick me for 30 seconds, and yeah. then it will rewind again and do it again. Yeah. So I kept waking up. But I also need, like, sound to, like, keep me awake, so I kept waking up to Donkey going, pick me, pick me, pick me, and it haunts my nightmares. Uh-huh. So, jump two this past year, mm-hmm. I put my, I've listened to a podcast, and they're talking about Shrek. And I post on the comments board this story, and I'm listening to their, like, their audience pod, and then they all of a sudden I start hearing. And from Elijah Elliott, we have a story about. I'm like, oh my god! That's how they read my story on their podcast. Neat. That's awesome. And I was like, oh my god! <laughs> and they were then they told like stories of similar DVD menus that they had. What I, I did change the story a little bit in that podcast form, though. I changed it from I spent the night sleeping in the basement of my mother to I had it at a slumber party. That makes sense. I feel like <laughs> they don't know the background story around. they be like, oh, this is a little... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I, I would say Shrek 2 has a very special place in my heart. Uh, I remember watching this, this movie, and we had it on DVD, and me playing... Because they had music videos... So they played Accidentally in Love all the time. They played that Ricky Martin song, Living La Vida de Loca. But like the fucking Puss and Eddie Murphy, you know, version. Puss and Donkey all. <laughs> yeah. And then they also played I Need a Hero. No, no, they didn't play I Need a Hero. Oh, but when I that movie came up, I always rewound. Re, re, rewind? Rewound? Rewound. That scene so many times just so I can listen to that song. I mean, that was a good song. I think it's better than the other song. Other time I've heard that song, which is in Footloose. I own yeah, two vers- I own two versions of that song, and the one I listen to the most is the Shrek version. It's way the better, Godmother. Yeah, I mean, they- Footloose is fucking stupid. <laughs> then with the actual uh, artist, the <laughs> remake Footloose. No, Footloose? The, the original Footloose. The original Footloose. Yeah, Footloose. with Kevin Bacon. Yeah, with Kevin Bacon Footloose. Oh, I've only seen that movie the one time. But so, so notes, Elijah. <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> Kevin plot synopsis cast list and go. <laughs> I'm going to skip right past the fact that you called me Kevin. Kevin. Plot synopsis. <laughs> I said Ken. No, you said, no, you said I Ken. I said Ken. I might have slurred a I little bit. I think you, you stumbled over it a little I bit. I might have. It's fine. <laughs> Ken, Kevin. Uh, Kevin. <laughs> go. Kevin, Ken. <laughs> All right, Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is it double D or Y or I-E? Ooh, I-E. Dude. Okay. Uh, yeah. I f- if we were Ed, Ed, and Eddie, who would we? Oh. Tyler would be Ed. I'm a woodpecker. Except with dirt. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Ken, I have no idea. Ken I... would be double D. Yeah, 5,239 ads and pick them up, pick them up. I watched yeah. about 30 seconds of one episode of that show and said, this is really stupid. And changed oh my goodness. I'm I love, I, you know what's so funny is I, I love that. I love that show. I, I like that. That was my last show. I liked a cartoon. Over. And there's a scene oh, in no, that show. Oh no, Code Name Next Door. There's a scene in that show where they're talking and. They're playing against like boys versus girls, right? And there was a character <laughs> named Jimmy. <laughs> who, you know. I had a thing with the ladies? Had a thing for the fellas. Oh! Jimmy was a little feminine. Jimmy Jimmy was a little feminine. He's a little flamboyant. Yeah, but it was just so funny because 
they they were playing a game and they were counting, you know, how many girls and how many boys, and they were like, and I just remember the one scene. They were like, we've got, we've got, we've got four four boys, three girls, and a Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just thought that scene was so funny, and the fact that you know they had Plank and Ralph and uh, great great show. You would one hundred percent be Eddie with Y. <laughs> I was strolling down the sidewalk. Same old, nothing special. Oh, I would be the short one. Yeah, I definitely would be. We're the same height. I'm still blank. <laughs> I officially agree with all this. <laughs> so, but go on. Shrek and Fiona travel to the kingdom of far, far away, where Fiona's parents are king and queen. To celebrate. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. That was a comma, not a period. I apologize. <laughs> God, Kim. Let me start over. This is a bit of a run-on sentence. Actually, it's a bit of a... It doesn't matter. It's God! Not, it's not a run... Well, you it disappointed is a, the sentence That should have been a colon. That should, that should actually be a semicolon, but... Uh, Question. Yes. When do you put a semicolon in? Like, when does a semicolon... Like, I've never understood. You should use... You should use a semicolon... I was about to say, don't look at me. Between when you're joining two clauses without a... Uh, what is word? Conjunction. So like, ideally, like Tim Allen, and or I should say that's like Tim Allen said a clause too. That's like when <laughs> that's like the the textbook definition of when to use a semicolon is you got a thought on each side, no conjunction, semicolon. Ideally, they are related thoughts. So, give me an example so that way I can start using semicolons. Shrek and Fiona travel to the kingdom of far, far away. <laughs> semicolon. Where Fiona's parents are king and queen, period. Ah, okay. So actually, then, no, wait. Where? What actually, they, actually, oh, wait. Because oh. where Fiona's parents are king and queen is not a sentence. Uh, so that was a bad example. Well, it was it was an incomplete example. Hang on. I thought it was a sentence. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's not. Uh... I can't. I don't remember well enough to tell you. The, the, I can I, if I if I sat here and racked my little pea brain, and if I had gotten more sleep last night, I could probably diagram this out well enough and remember object subject well enough, which is one of those things that has always broken my brain a little bit. Mm. Um, Donkey conjunction uh, junction. What's your function? Like, well, because the thing is, it actually like I remember in middle school. When we did grammar, it would like direct object, indirect object, subject. That broke my brain. Like I never got it in middle school. Yeah. Smash cut to a couple of years later. I'm taking Spanish, and then okay, cool. Things are a little different, but all right. Mm -hmm. And then smash cut to I'm a freshman. No, I'm a sophomore. I'm a second year college student at IUP. Taking journalism 105 and having to diagram sentences it's one of the things that we had to do mm-hmm. really because part of yeah because part of part of journalism is understanding language and being able to be economic about it ah. um, so it, it, not necessarily as a requirement but sometimes you gotta you gotta lose some words yeah or you have to be able to understand why your sentence is the way that it is. Gotcha. Um, so, in that class, I learned it, and, I, and it finally stuck. Like, I was finally able to do it. So, I, still I, 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 finally learned, I finally learned something that I should have learned in middle school, 
as a second year college student. Thank you. Thank you. That's all right, Ken. I'm, I have I'm, great I'm, reading comprehension. I'm, I'm, I'm awful at writing. I'm 31 years old and I, I'm bad at both. I, I like realize. writing for TV. Um, you don't have to have colons, commas, anything. So it really irritates Ken when the, I don't do the, any of that. The older I get, yes. the shittier <laughs> I get at reading. I, uh, I, I stumble over Harrison's books all the time. I am a fair writer. I'm not going to say well, I'm English a is good your, writer. Is your second language. Yeah, but right? even when I read it in my natural tongue, Spanish, them kids' books are hard as fuck. Like, <laughs> I realize I, you know what I mean? Like, I speak decent English. I speak some redneck Spanish. <laughs> All right. Oh, it is bad. I didn't bad. know there was redneck Spanish. That's I, interesting. It's, it's bad. <laughs> There's some rednecks in all countries. So. Oh, boy. Um, Back to the Shrek. <laughs> so. For real this time, uh-huh. Shrek and Fiona travel to the kingdom of Far, Far Away, where their parents... Excuse me. Shrek and Fiona travel to the kingdom of far, far away, where Fiona's parents are king and queen to celebrate their marriage. That's awkward. That's not a well-constructed Should pick the other one. Uh, when they arrive, they find they are not as welcome as they thought they would be. The queen was pretty welcoming. She was. I thought she was pretty cool about it. Well, see, that was, that's the one that... Because it... That's the IMDb main one. That's yeah. usually wrong. Yeah, well, it's, it's the... It was... You know, this is usually the one that we usually read. Yeah. So I opted to read the one that we usually read. It's a good choice. I approve. Not the next one down, which was the one that we don't I want 100% proof. Okay, so... Mike Myers voices Shrek. Eddie Murphy voices Donkey. Donkey! <laughs> Cameron Diaz voices Princess Fiona. Julie Andrews voices the Queen. Oh, Julie Andrews. Uh, Antonio Banderas voices Puss in Boots. John Cleese voices the King. Rupert Everett voices Prince Charming. Comes back for the third one. <clears throat> Jennifer Saunders. Saunders, excuse me, there's an N there, honest. Saunders voices the Fairy Godmother. <laughs> and that's, that's pretty much it. Those are the main cast in this one. Uh, so, how do we start this movie off? The movie starts off with. Uh, Shrek and Fiona going on a honeymoon, and uh, you know what I mean. They're mooning con- some honeys. They're mooning they're, some honeys. They're being super dirty and enslaving fairies. Accidentally like, love is a good song to put in on. I actually like that a lot. What I find so funny about this movie is that like I forgot how like kind of the soundtrack oddly also- good this soundtrack. Oh is yeah. In this movie. Oh yeah. I actually both Shrek movies have oddly good soundtracks. Surprisingly. Well, I mean, shocking. And you've got a fine actor like Mike Myers leading the show. You know I mean? He was the lead. Jeffrey Katzenberg was leading the show, man. So. Jeffrey Katzenberg was fired from Disney, and he went. I wanted to make. He was. He went. He went to DreamWorks and went in there and said, "I want to kill Disney." So that's why he made the princess killing thing of Shrek. <laughs> what do you mean? Shrek I, one, not Shrek two. Um, he he was let go from Disney. Yeah. So he started creating DreamWorks with both Spielberg and I forget the other guy. It was Spielberg and somebody else. Oh, so but they created DreamWorks. That's where. That's why Amblin went away because they created DreamWorks. So DreamWorks, DreamWorks Animation. Yeah. There we go. Because I was, I was like, I'm pretty sure DreamWorks. DreamWorks is Animation. Yeah. Okay. So he came into to DreamWorks with the idea of he wanted to make better movies than Disney. Yeah. So he took s- scripts and ideas that he knew Disney didn't want. Yeah. But he also wanted to do something where we kind of killed Disney 
so that's why he did Shrek was his first movie. Yeah, and I mean Shrek destroyed. And Shrek is a reverse fairy tale where oh, most of Shrek. Disney's movies are. Yeah. Fairy tales. Yeah. So they took the fairy tale genre and flipped Flip it on its head. Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yeah, Jeffrey Katzenberg. There we go. He's he's credited in, as a as a producer. Hang mm-hmm. on, let me see if he is. So I assumed he was a writer director, but he's no, not. No, Katzenberg. A Katzenberg was the producer. He, oh yeah, he he executive produced. He's he's the too. he's the big honcho that wanted this movie okay. bad. So so all he right. that's how Jeffrey Katzenberg all got right. all the money to make Quibi. Jeffrey Katzenberg made that Quibi sh- nonsense shit that was like you can watch it videos on your ten phone. Minutes. Oh. Ten minute videos on your phone. Yeah. He made that because he got all the Shrek money. That's like that's what they like to say in the business. Uh, oh man, I wish I I got a good I got a couple good ideas. He so, made he made four Shrek movies and Puss in Boots movie and got money from all oh, of them. I can imagine. I mean, I got a good movie. It's about three friends, they're all named Eddie and a guy named Plank. I got a good idea too. But uh, it's got Blade, Ryan Reynolds, and Jessica Biel. <laughs> Blade, that's his name. But Blade is Wesley Snipes. <laughs> but I do enjoy the opening of that movie with the accidentally in love. And yeah, I, and then when Donkey just is there, sad mm-hmm. in the beginning. I thought that was an interesting way to start the movie off. Well, what's crazy to me is like seeing like the hierarchy of this of this world where like. They value, you know what I mean? Like, they have all these creatures, and, you know, like, Shrek is now the protector of, like, woodland creatures, but yet, him and Fiona are kind of dickheads, and, like, they grab fairies, and they put them in a jar, and they watch them have, oh, like, watch, the fairies are watching these ogres just bone in the mud. <laughs> They didn't bone in the mud. Yes, they were. They were in the sun. They in the mud. You're telling me that that's not going to lead to fucking... If I was an ogre and I had my wife in the nasty-ass mud and we're both ripping cheeks, you're telling me that's not the next move? Come on. We're all adults here. (laughs) All right? So. Yeah. Put it in my Shrek hole. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in. It makes you just think of uh, of, of, uh, South Park when they're like... When they when they go to the the Jewish space producers, you know when the Earth is about to get canceled. Buddy, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you don't watch South Park? No. That's sad. I'm sorry. I wish I could help you. That's all right. So then it leads to them having their honeymoon, and then they get a they get interrupted by a messenger from her parents' kingdom, being like, "Yo, we heard you got married. How about you come down here so we can all meet you?" I do enjoy that the far far away knows absolutely nothing about who Shrek is and what happened yeah like they know nothing that like oh hey why by the way why mm-hmm. did they send Fiona to the tower so mm-hmm. far away? I guess so that Prince Charming, Charming who was go. local had to travel so far why did why did Prince Charming because I feel like <laughs> let's finish our sentences Ken cause you're here <laughs> go Ken I feel that Fiona is older. I was trying to find a different word to express older, but is older than like your prototypical princess. Your prototypical princess is like 16, 17, 18. She's a preteen. She is is from 13, we'll, we'll say preteen 12. So like, Who, Fiona? No, princesses in general. Oh, okay. I think you're saying, like, in general. Well, like, in, especially in like especially movies. like your classic, 
the classic Disney princess. The there you Snow go. White, the Cinderella, the Sleeping Beauty. Okay, like, they're like they 16 are, to 18. Yeah, they're okay. young. Yeah, because like, I, I feel like it's the 16th birthday for Sleeping Beauty, and... Uh, oh, it's it's sixteenth. It's the sixteenth birthday for the Little Mermaid. I think also, um, you know. So they're they're that age. But Fiona has always felt older than that to me. She feels in her twenties, right? Yeah, Fiona seems like she's definitely late twenties, right. early thirties. So why on earth did it take Prince and Prince Charming feels like a forty year old man? Never mind the fact really? that he's that he's. No. Voiced by Rupert Everett, who's a forty-year-old man. I, That's part of my problem. I'm not well, gonna no, lie. No, I, maybe that, but I, I felt like Prince Charming just seemed like I a, behind the voice. I could agree with you there. Well, seeing Prince Charming, it just seemed like he was kind of like, like he seemed to me like he was in his, mid, in, in his mid twenties, but acted like a child. You know, like so he's Dylan. <laughs> he's like all of us. Let's yeah. be honest with ourselves. What? I am a thirty-four-year-old man living in my cave with my Disney toys. Um, <laughs> I am an adult. My mommy has nothing to say. I she wipe. loves you very much, and you are her special, special boy. <laughs> I'm her little twinkle toes. <laughs> but then, so they get the message there, and they decide to head. It is her 16th birthday in Sleeping Beauty. You are right. And they head down to far, far away land, which is which I think is like a supposed to look like it's Hollywood. Yeah, it's Hollywood. It's 100% Hollywood. Well, the far, far away side. It's Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. And well, what I really like about those... And there's a Starbucks across from another Starbucks. So, so what's really funny to me about the, these movies, now that I'm... When I watch them now that I'm older, and I, you know, understand... I want to say I understand uh, movies better, but like, I, like I'm able to connect when they pay homage. Like, I'm pretty sure that scene where Donkey is riding through the carriage and you see the palm trees is a similar scene to Beverly Hills Cop when he's coming into Hollywood. Oh, there's a hundred scenes uh, like that. You could go from Sunset Boulevard to that old... That, there's there's scenes everywhere like that. Well, yeah, but it was just cool because it was like... I saw it very some, well could have been that because it was Eddie Murphy also. Yeah, that, that's what I mean because they, they did that and then another another movie that they did where they referenced... I'm skipping a little bit ahead was... That's okay. ...was when no Puss in Boots meets Shrek and he fights him and he's inside his belly and oh, they that make was an, an alien, alien reference. Yeah, that was, yeah. oh, that that was totally hilarious to me. <laughs> My debt will be repaid. <laughs> oh yeah. But but yeah, back to back to where we're going on the story. So they they're coming in, they they do that Beverly Hills reference, they get to the front, and I kinda like the fact that they introduce Fiona's mom and dad and then they show Shrek talking, and they're kind of having like the dads, the, the dad and the king. Well, I should say Shrek and the king are very similar, and mm-hmm. how they feel because they're both like, yeah, well, I don't know if they like me. Well, what happens if we don't like him? All this and that, and it's just so funny to see how, you know. The, I feel like the movie has a saying. It's like you know they, they they try to follow that thing where a woman tries to find a man who's like her father. Because it seems like that's what... Oh, you know what I mean? Because it seems like that's how very much... How similar they are. Yeah, so similar. You know? So, they're going in there, they talk, they come out, and everybody's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, who is? who are these ugly-ass people? And... Then we get the fun dinner scene. That was a good dinner scene. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, going back to the... To the... Uh, approach. 
they do that cool dialogue thing where it jumps back and forth between the conversations yeah. and like it'll break mid sentence and the and it picks up mid sentence on the somewhere other else. on the other yeah but they but the sentences work like mm-hmm. it, it yeah this is going to be awful it's just awful what's going on here it sequences like or this, what, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah, it sequences like this that make it better than the first one because you could tell that they got more money. I was they had more stuff and it looks better. Like you could see, like the audience has different facial different expressions. facial expressions. They're happy. There's colors. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of just bland background of forest, bland background of this. Well, you know, I was also really surprised at how well this movie aged. Like I saw it in 4K. Well, wherever, like, whatever Hulu was streaming it on. Yeah, Hulu had it. I don't know what, you know what I mean, what, but it was Depends really... on TV from there. Yeah, it was really good, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know how. It just... HD at the very yeah, least. Yeah, it was it was really good, I thought. Oh, you know, yeah. I watched way... my digital copy, and I was like, ooh, this is really good, because I had just watched the first Shrek a couple months ago. Yeah. And I was like, this movie mm-hmm. is ugly. Yeah. I was like, this movie is ugly, and some of this, like, just... Some of it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the second one here for this podcast. Yeah. And I was like, this movie is the first one, but better. Oh, it's and it so just much looks better. So much better. I, there's so much extra detail. Uh, there's. I don't remember this being true in the first one, but in this one, there are a bunch of bunches and bunches and bunches. Because like I wasn't, I was listening to this movie, but like for the first chunk of it, the first. Mm-hmm half hour 45 minutes of it I was also building a shelf mm-hmm. so like I was watching it and I was paying attention but I wasn't, wasn't fully like, paying, yeah. fully invested yeah. in this movie um, but there were a bunch of like blink and you'll miss it mm-hmm. gags in this movie oh, yeah. that I don't remember there being much of in no. the first oh, I was no. like th- I, you know like I, as this movie was, was wrapping up I was like it is entirely possible well, that this movie blows the original out of the water. Oh, it does. It, it's, no, this it's, movie, you could watch this movie and not ever, you know what I mean, and and feel disappointed with the first one, you know what I mean? Like, just, if this was, I feel like the second trick sets a higher expectation oh, yeah. than the first one. So if you're watching this one off the bat, when you watch the first one, you're like, yo. It 100% is my favorite Shrek movie. Oh, because yeah. one just I, I don't know what the pro- my problem is of one I just don't care for it at all like yeah. I, the only thing I like about one is I like the soundtrack yeah but I feel like they lost something because they were trying because they were trying to bring back a movie that they had originally yeah because the original Shrek was supposed to be uh, oh god I just had his name 10 seconds ago the SNL guy who died very heavy he was a very heavy guy oh Chris Farley Chris Farley he was supposed to be Shrek Chris oh, Farley did, was supposed did, to be this not, did, did this happen towards like... This was supposed to come out when Chris Farley was still alive. There's actual footage on YouTube yeah, where you Chris could Farley see Chris Farley record. doing the dialogue. I remember, yeah. I remember hearing about that. Yeah. I had forgotten that. But yeah. you're, that's, a nice, that's a nice fact. Yes. And I, it is one of those things where I feel like this movie just suffered from them trying to do a you, Disney you the first movie. One? Yeah, the first okay. one. Okay. They were trying to do a Disney movie but do it like raunchier and weirder and lots of fart jokes yeah. and well, trying to be different than what Disney was doing which was straightforward Disney princess movie hero saves princess princess wakes up princess yeah. wins day evil is defeated so on yeah. go on well 
so what I think I like about the second one that I more than I do the first is that I don't really care much for Shrek's background of being a mean ogre. Like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like finding all that backstory is just like it's whatever. And in in this one, it's just very much like oh. They're not going to like me because I'm ugly and I'm an ogre. And that's it. Like, you're not like, oh, is he a mean ogre? You know what I mean? Like, all this other thing that, like, the stereotype that the first one was trying to figure out, which is what I like about it. Because it's just like, it's really just, this movie's so great because it's literally talking about what you perceive as beauty. Yeah. And I really like that Shrek only wants to change when the person that he, he loves, loves wants, wants to change. To change. Because she was was also a princess. Exactly. So he's like, I want to give her everything that she wants. Exactly. So he's not being selfish about it. He's being like, I can change for her too. That yeah, yeah. See, like, and that's one of the things that I remember liking, or I remember appreciating about this movie, the first time I saw it, mm -hmm. was this is the first movie mirrored, like the first movie is. The Fiona. unlikely, the yeah. unlikely love story of Fiona, sort of embracing and and coming into terms with the fact that she's cursed. she's she's an ogre. Yeah, like deep down inside, she's an ogre. And whereas this, you have Shrek willing to give up being an ogre. Yeah, to be a human so that Fiona can have a better life yes yeah. or the or life happy that, or the, the life, life that, that she he, wanted as a child yeah, that, he, that, that he she thinks. maybe kind of grew out of in the first movie oh yeah oh yeah most definitely you could see that because like that's why i think they did that was because you could see that it was drawn in crayon you're like oh this is a child's dream yeah that's why when fiona chooses to be an ogre okay. again it's an you're like oh this is more the adult aspect. yeah she's like, like she's oh, grown it's more as a character so it goes from them eating, having this weird argument. Oh, that's no, a, that's a great. They're scene. not even like really eating. They're just ripping the food up, which really annoys me because it's a good scene. It looks like it's really good ass. It's food. so nice when the family gets together. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it switch, and then it goes to the fairy godmother coming out, talking to Fiona, seeing Fiona, mm -hmm. and she being like. What? This is not what you know what I mean. Like, they trying to play it off. The Beast parody. Yeah, she's, she's, she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not furniture. What? Fair what? Godmother. This is yeah, like, She's like, what? What is this? Why are you looking like this? And she's like, oh, I got saved. And she's like, ah, uh ah, -uh, this isn't what I signed up for. Then you come to find out that the dad made a grimy ass deal back in the day with the fairy godmother, and it was the the deal was I'm pretty sure he was. It was so that he could marry the queen. It was tournament too. It was tournament to, to, a, a, to a, a, a prince. King. Yeah, yeah. tournament human instead of a frog. So that way he can marry. He can marry the the princess. Mm -hmm. Have that, and then his kid was promised to Prince Charming, who was the fairy godmother's. Yeah. Now, how Prince, how the fairy godmother's son is a prince, is unclear. Ah, uh, magic. She, I mean, she could literally maybe. be like, she could literally be like, oh, make you a prince. Pigs you know? in the blanket. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Like, maybe. she, she, if she was able to make potions and make you yeah. look what, you know, make, she could definitely be like, all right, well, I'm going to just give you the title as a prince. And it seems to me that, like, being a fairy godmother meant, like, you were, like, the dawn, like, you were the it, you know what I mean? Like, you were Simon Cow, like, you were just, like, the top of the, 
uh-huh. you know, the top of the food chain and, and whatever you said, people were like, oh yeah, so like if you're associated with this person. Yeah. You know, so I do like that. So it goes to that fairy godmother meeting Fiona, her being like, what you're the fuck You're making happened? me ruin my diet. Exactly. <laughs> and and then they do the scene Mommy, where, I want a medieval meal. <laughs> where I really enjoyed seeing that scene because I really like the Shrek universe. Like, I would love to see what's in there, and it was so cool to see like a a Burger King style like fast food restaurant in medieval times. I'm where, shocked like, that it wasn't called Burger King or like McDonald's. That's, get, like the product placement. Oh, I know. But what was so mm-hmm. funny was that like seeing what in that world is considered a kid's toy, which is <laughs> an axe. axe. You know what I mean? Like, here's your kid's meal. What do you want with that? Oh, this giant-ass axe over here. Like, I just love how certain things in the Shrek universe make sense, and then they just throw it out the window at the same time. So, it goes from there to that, but I think this is where I might have been feeding Harrison. So, after that scene... They come back and they, oh, he gets, he convinces, like, he tries to get Shrek out of the, out of the, out of the, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the tower, so he. Yeah, he says, hey, I'm sorry for how I, how I, how I acted over dinner. Let's patch things up. Let's meet together in the morning. And I forget if it's a, a hunt or a walk. Yeah. Or we're going to go. Let's, let's, let's meet in the morning. Mm-hmm. And we'll go, and we'll we'll bury the hatchet. Let's try and get to know each other better. Let's not be jerkwad crap faces to each other. Yeah. Which now I kind of take back that, like, it seems like Fiona, you know, I guess Fiona has an image of her dad, which is this wholesome king, because I guess, you know, all kids have a view of their parents, like, they're great, but you don't really see, like, the flaws in your parents. So I guess that was really cool to see, you know, what Fiona sees in her dad in the beginning of being like, this is a great guy. And then you see how kind of grimy it is to be in royalty, to be like the top guy. You know, because it's like you've got to do things behind behind scenes. Well, like, see, I feel like this is a little bit her dad wanting to be a good dad and wanting the best for his daughter. When, you know, when he was a younger man, he thought that the best for his daughter was Prince Charming. And well, also maybe the fact that... Well, no, because remember, that, was, that she, was the deal. Remember, he promised his daughter to the godmother. So, like, he... You know what I mean? Like, he's... He's... Like, I'm pretty sure, right? Right? The king promised... Fiona. From my understanding was that the Prince Charming was going to marry Fiona. Yeah, so essentially she was like... So she was like, okay, you have, he's got to go get Fiona, wake her up, and so on and so forth. Yeah, but I mean, I, I feel like that was like part of the deal if I was so making you into a human. did the fairy godmother I think the put fairy the godmother curse her. on Fiona? Yeah, yeah that's so what... So that she could become human. I think maybe son? Here's how I... Here's how then I, why didn't she just magic her son the king here's how one of those here's how one of those like i think this happened at the end of the day i think because the king was a frog and then he did the mom mm-hmm. she came out an ogre because they're kind of both green so you kind of got to go makes... with the kids thing like like okay this makes an ogre yeah this is how this 
little over that, so, that the, so that he's like, so fairy godmother, what can I do to fix my daughter? And then the fairy godmother's like, well, he, she's got to be kissed by her one true love, which will be Prince Charming, because we're going to breed her to be like like Prince Charming, which is why she has in her book Prince Charming, Prince Charming, I love Prince Charming. Or and Princess then, Fiona Charming. But, so then she so then she thinks that when Prince Charming arrives at the tower, he'll break the curse, she'll be human. Yeah. And then that will solve the problem. Or it's in the script. Well, like I said before, like it could be you know cuz like I said the king asked the godmother to become a, to become a human. She was like if I do this, I want payment. Kind of like Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I just think that like he was like I was telling Ken before, it's cool to see that, you know, in Fiona's eyes, her dad is, like, this hero doing what's best for his daughter. But in actuality, it's just him, you know, paying back his debt, being like, oh. Well. He's done a bit of both. Yeah. I think the king is a very... He's a grimy dude. He's, he, he's does, a king. he does some good things and some bad things. So. But but that was that. Was that. So they get tricked, and then the last thing I remember seeing... And just in this, like, you know, when I missed a little bit of the movie was they end up fighting. That's when, like, they fight. They get contracted. The cat gets contracted. Mm-hmm. Boots and Boots gets yeah. introduced. He gets he's, contracted. And he's yeah, like, the, the king puts a hit out on Shrek. Yeah. And, and Puss and Boots is going to kill Shrek. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we talk about the scene where, you know, he, he meets Puss and they go at it, and they do the alien reference scene. Mm-hmm. He saves, like he basically doesn't beat the shit out of out of uh, Boots, and Boots mm-hmm. is like, "Dude, I'm in your debt. Let's do let's do our thing." Like he's like, "I'm just a lonely guy." And then it's so funny because you see a little bit of jealousy with Donkey being like, "Yo, Shrek already has a sidekick. You don't need this guy." And then it's so funny seeing the cat kind of like manipulate Shrek with like the baby eyes and being like, you know, like. It's it's nice to see when they give animal characteristics to an animal that's acting human. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Poots is, he's a soldier, he's this badass, like, mercenary. Mm-hmm. But then he's also a cat that, like, yeah, dude, just pet me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, so it goes from there, and then they go to the fairy godmother's place, to her, work, to her place of business. Because they're trying to get the potion, mm-hmm. and then they act like they're, in like like they're part of like the union for. Mystic, for yeah, mythical we creatures. represent the, the brotherhood of, of. A magic of all magical industry or the workers of all magical industry, both magic and benign or something like that. Yeah, and so they do that. And then it was really funny to hear the receptionist be like, yo, we don't even have, like, benefits or, like... We don't even have dental. Yeah. So it sounds to me like the fairy godmother is very... She, you know, she's... She's kind of like Ellen DeGeneres. You know, the, the public loves her, but nobody really knows what she's like behind closed doors oh, except for okay. the people that are close to her. You know what I mean? Okay. So they go inside, they walk around, they sneak around, they're trying to be coy, and then they find... You know that the fairy godmother is mixing the potion, the true love mm. potion, and she's like, "What are you doing here? What's going on? Something happens. I don't know what happened there. Do you do you remember what happened? Did she just disappear, uh, or does she get help? Like what what is it? Or does she promise something to them? 
No, she tells them to get out. Okay. And they're like, oh, okay, bye. We'll see you later. And... They act like they leave. Yeah, and that's when they... That's when Shrek pretends to be a worker. He puts the... They grab one of the... He grabs one of the, like, the... Gnomes or dwarves or whatever it is that are... All yeah. the guys in the... In the... In the suits. Uh, the and minions. Let's yeah. call them minions. Uh, he grabs one of them mm-hmm. and puts the costume on just his head. Yeah. And is walking around and nobody thinks it a mess. And he's like, hey, how about Mondays? <laughs> right, brother? Or, you know, like... He's like landed on real thick. It's it's a little it's a little weird. I'm like, all right, this is fine, whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, and then they, they go and then back they and get they... into the potion inventory mm-hmm. and steal the happily ever after, after. potion. Which this is where I fell asleep. Well, this <laughs> by is, accident. Well, this is where it's really funny to me because it's like <laughs> if uh, if Poos can like you know, cut the glass open in and, boots and 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 pull it out and he realized that it's stuck. You could have just as quickly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. it was just like, yo, you're making it so much worse. And then there was that scene. Falls down. They catch it. They're running away. And then the potion breaks. In boots. The, there's, a, there's a big vat of potion. Yeah. That, yeah. That, they, that they knock over or... That's when it's similar. See, it's, it reminded me of the scene from Shrek 1 with the knights and Shrek. And they all have this big battle royale. Mm-hmm. And That's what it kind of reminded me of. Oh, uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. So it kind of reminded me of like an homage to the first one while following the similar themes, which is what the first one was. Yeah. And then after that, Shrek then wakes up at a barn and some baddies are all over him. Be like, are you okay? And he's like, whoa, what? why are humans being so nice to me? And then he sees Donkey, who is a killer staff. I would consider Donkey a butterface. Like his whole, like literally everything else on Donkey, everything but the is face. good, but his face. Like, it well, was I think hilarious. that was the point. Was that it? Just was like, okay, you he's know, a mighty stallion, but with the, the donkey, donkey face. face, which was hilarious to me. Because then you see Shrek, you know, as a human, and like he was, he was a good-looking guy, you know. And then he sees this type of attention. Well, he's like, if you took Shrek and you just like kind of colored him a little bit, gave him a little well, bit more human away features, the ears, yeah. yeah. And you should, well now because you he, he had a, he had a stronger jawline. I was gonna say you had to you have to take Shrek and turn him into a human, so he you know loses six inches of height and, and the, the, the beer belly and you know then another then like fifty pounds of yeah of just of weight of, fat. Of, of, yeah. of fat. So that yeah. could have just been like genetics, and then all of a sudden he just wow wow human Shrek would look like that. Yeah, Shrek. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then he sees himself and he's like, yo. All right, I'm heading back. I'm going to fucking show Fiona. Come on, me. ladies. And then he's just like, you know, it's going to be great because we're going to be able to... I got a to cat ever after. Her dad's going to love me. He gets back, and it's kind of like the same thing of, like, you're missing somebody, you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're off by a couple minutes. Fiona walks by one place. He misses her, vice versa. She sees Donkey, and she's like, yo, what happened to you? He tells him what happens, and then... That's what Prince Charming does, the switch. Yep, then then they do the switcheroo, and then you find out how, you know, grimy the... Well, you already knew the mother was already grimy, but then she's in the room, and she's like, yo, gotcha, bitch. And then... (laughs) Well, yeah, because he's in there trying to talk to Fiona, and she's like, she Chris Hansen, Shrek. She was like, here, Shrek, come have a seat. (laughs) 
Let's talk. <laughs> Watch this. It says you were talking to Fiona over here about being human. <laughs> Come on. I got emails. <laughs> Did uh, Fiona tell you how old she was? <laughs> She's actually 15. What were you planning on doing with her tonight, Shrek? <laughs> so, um, that happens. They get kicked out? No, they leave, and then they go to the bar. Oh, yeah. And then that's when you meet... That's when she finds out the... That's when he finds out what is actually the plan was. Yes. And then they also have the 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 bartender. Well, we met the ugly stepsister yeah. when we met Boots and Boots. Which is always so funny to me because... Of, A.K.A. Like, Jay Leno. Like... So many parts of this movie, like what? I think the Pogo Sips is for Jay Leno. I Larry King. Larry King. I, I forgot. Sorry, wrong, what, night, wrong late show host. I literally forgot what uh, what I was gonna say. But this movie, like, it has some pretty crazy shit. Like, they they talk. I know they talked about like gender swapping in this movie, a little bit, and that thing was and like that comment was pretty funny. Does he have boots? So, was that was that it? No. Oh, I don't remember. But it was it was good. So they do that. Um, at this point, I don't uh, I don't know what's going on because now I'm feeding Harrison. He get he gets kidnapped. They they get taken by the cops. The other fairies tail creatures show up. Oh yeah, and they Pinocchio. break him out of jail. That's when it was we great. Find, we find out that Pinocchio wears likes thongs. thongs. Yes, yes, they're in jail. They're and like they do it. What like I said, it's also really funny in that scene because when they're in jail. They're ha- they're torturing them like it's medieval times. Like you know, these guys are hanging. I like the do- I like that the horse is hung up. <laughs> and then like they're just talking like it's nothing. Like yo, bro, like you would be, in, you know, like it's. I guess it's so funny. Then they do. So- then they play homage to Mission Impossible, mm-hmm. where Pinocchio comes down and they're like, Pinocchio, tell a lie, and that was hilarious. This is crazy. Like you're wearing ladies' underwear. I'm wearing it's a thong. <laughs> I'm not wearing it. <laughs> That you was hilarious. Looks like you most certainly am. Are. And then they did one of the better jokes again from the first one. Uh, does the gingerbread know the muffin man? <laughs> yeah, that was that was a good callback. And that was hilarious. He's like, "Well, we need to go back." Ah, oh, Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> and then they make a giant as Mongo. <laughs> yes, Mongo. Mongo comes introduced, and then the best scenes. In this movie, come up because it's like oh, the ending the, of this movie is so good. The 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 king is is reduced to tricking his daughter into roofies, roofing her by putting the tea in there. Not roofies, love oh, potion. Sorry. And so you know he's like he's like this bitch has got to drink this. You know, fall in love because if not, I'm 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 kind of fucked. And so you know Shrek is coming in, and there's Mongo coming down, and then the fairy godmother is like, yo, this party is kind of lame. Let, let, let's spice let's it up. Let's kick up the party. And then she starts to sing. And it is just so such good. a great scene. Because it's like, you see Shrek coming in with Mongo. Just breaking shit going in there. And then Mongo's, you know, he gets... They're shooting stuff at Mongo. Mongo's gumdrops gets hit. Not and, the gumdrops yep, and then And then the gingerbread man gets angry. And, um... 
And then he goes and kicks the gumdrop over, fucks somebody up. You you would be so shocked how many times I replay I played this song on my iPad and I replace it with different scenarios in my brain oh. from other movies. Oh, that would be great. The like, song goes great. This song goes with everything. Well, you know what's also like I'm like a Dragon Ball Z fight. I'm like he's gonna come and he's gonna oh, save the yeah, day. Oh yeah, when Goku when yeah. Goku first learns how to become Super Saiyan. Yeah. I need a hero. Yeah, I mean that song would solid. that song would be replaying for like six hours because that episode, Transformers movie oh, it all yeah. works out. Child of Buff goes after goes after Optimus Prime. Yeah. <laughs> He's holding out for a hero. <laughs> Even for like Alien versus Predator. Yeah. Or Predator, the new Predator. When the new, when the old Predator comes, I need a hero. Look at this dude shit. <laughs> but or B movie. <laughs> you're right. So, um, Mongo's trying to he opens open open the drawbridge. They pour hot foam on him. He gets a cool wig. His arms break. Be good. good. He falls into the water. Shrek's able to get in there, you know, do some cool shit. Knock down the knock down the door. Puss in boots. Puss in boots flying. Does the stand they jump up over, job. And then and then Puss just gets in there and he's My like, "Yeah." He comes and he's he's like, "Go, go, go!" And he turns around, gives him the kitten eyes, and and the guards are like, "Oh," and he. Fucks him up. I love Puss in Boots, who has like, who's has this reputation of fucking everybody up, but we never really see him fuck anybody up. There you kind of do. No, you see him take on like four people yeah, but, at once, but you don't see him win. I want to see right, him win. fuck up. Yeah. Well, yeah. he could. Um, yeah. But then it comes in. Shirk breaks the room. And Get he's like, your hands off my, my wife. And she's like, oh, that's Shrek. And he's like, Ugh. and she's like, nah, dog, that ain't working. <laughs> and then the some of the funniest scenes in this movie are towards the end where they're getting the wand from it's the woman. So, it's such a random choice at the end of the movie. It's the only thing that kind of bugs me is that for some reason... <laughs> We all decide that we have to get the wand. But the wand is so funny. I understand why the wand, why we have to get the wand, but it never to this point in the movie does it explain was oh, a point what, like we the wand. Like the wand has that. the power. Yeah. It's not the mo- it's yeah. not the yeah. And then it's just hilarious because it's like they get the wand and Pinocchio gets hit with magic and he's like, "I'm a real boy," <laughs> and he's losing, yeah, and he's losing his mind, <laughs> and he's great, and then they. The wand keeps going everywhere. Then magic. Then the it gets only, it again. And then he the gets magic. Th- the magic hits three people. Pinocchio twice. Yep. And the, and king. the king once. once. Yep. But it was just so funny when Pinocchio gets hit the second time, and he's like, "Oh!" And it's like I do remember watching this movie, and when the first when I got when I watched it on DVD, me pausing that those scenes so many times just to see what human Pinocchio look like because yeah. it's so quick it's that you're like what, is, what did he do and once that happens pigs you know, in a blanket yep they, <laughs> they they do a little chase scene the fairy, mo- fairy godmother gets her wand back again and she's like I'm about to murk you bam so does that mean that all of the things that fairy godmother did are undone no since she is gone no because I think, like I said, I think... And they didn't destroy the wand. Well, that's what I'm saying. The wand isn't destroyed, so I think the magic the magic and everything is in the wand. So the moment I think you destroy the wand... Well, then there's no... there's Unless it happens in subsequent movies, there's no precedent... I don't remember three. Set so maybe. For if the spellcaster or yeah. the magic implement that 
facilitated the spell, i.e. the wand or the staff or the cauldron or the whatever, if that is destroyed, magic ceases. Like, yeah. There's no, there's no precedent for that in this movie one way or the other. We need to get... So I don't... Well, at least, at least we know that if the person that cast the spell mm-hmm. dies, the spell remains. Yeah. So... But but that like I said that does not cover what if they had broken the wand yeah like what if they destroyed the wand if the wand had been destroyed would that then undo all the magic but not all the magic that she because like when she was making the potions was she swinging her wand around too I don't I don't, re- I don't remember I don't want to say she was I don't want to say no. she wasn't I don't either I don't I don't remember three enough to and be it also like, maybe it also, the wand returns in three because Prince Charming returns in three. He's the bad guy in three, so I'm. I don't know if that actually makes a return. So, I, I've only seen three and four. I saw three once, once and I thought it's trash. I don't remember three. Three's trash. But I don't know. Actually, I don't know that I've seen four. But four's not bad. I, if I, don't, if I remember the scene, the godmother does magic, reflects off the king's the, the king's, king's armor. That armor. She turns into bubbles. He turns back into a frog. Mm-hmm. And then Prince Charming, in the midst of it. He gets away. Oh, no, no, no. So then it, it happened before where uh, Prince Charming kisses Fiona. Yeah. yeah. And then you get played to be like, oh, Fiona kind of plays him. And it's like, oh, oh am I, I guess love I gave it? her the wrong tea. And then... Oh, yeah, you're right. Because that's when, that's, that's that's when you're right. Yeah. Ogres don't get yeah. a happily ever after. You're right. Uh, <laughs> she fucks up Prince Charming. She's like, you know what? She was all about the Me Too movement there. She was like, not without my consent, bitch. And hits him up, and then the scene happens where so and so gets turned into a frog. Then everybody's cool. Then the movie ends real fast. Yeah, the movie ends real fast. They're like, "Yo, listen, we gotta end this." So people are. Do you want to be? Do you want to be an ogre? (laughs) Yeah, she's like, she's like, I want to be an ogre. You want to be an ogre? We'll kiss. Sure, let's do it. Let's uh, let's do it. Everybody. No, they don't kiss because if they kiss, well, they kiss after midnight. They they... kiss after midnight when they're their true selves, and then uh, donkey gets really sad. He misses his wife, so she comes and visits him. And that's when the mutant babies come. And that's when the mutant babies come, and he's like, yeah, I'm a dad. And then... It ends. No, no, don't they do the song? No, the song comes before the mutant babies. Oh, fuck. See, I'm so off on it, but yeah, the the song, they start singing. Because they kiss, and then they're like, yay! And then they're like, let's party! And then they're like... Oh, yeah, and then Shrek and Donkey. Inside! Shrek and Donkey, (laughs) y'all. Yeah. I mean, Puss and Donkey, y'all. Puss and Donkey, y'all. Yeah. She will wear and then, you out. Yeah, the movie's the movie's done. Living la vida loca. Yeah, and so I think this movie has definitely put Ricky Martin, Smash Mouth, and Karen Crows. What was the Smash the Mouth song in this movie? Hey, well, there wasn't one. There I wasn't didn't one. think there was. In the second, in the first one, the in first the first one, one there was All Star. I know. Yeah, that. that's what I'm saying. Hey, they, what I'm saying is Shrek has put these. Has I made thought these, there these, was these little these yeah. little bands that nobody would have ever heard of otherwise. These poor little bands. These poor little bands. Yeah, it's not like it's on. not like Counting Crows had a had a resurgence. I mean, these. it's not like I mean Counting Crows. The only reason they got big is because they made, you know, falling in love with the Shrek music video. Like he was a rabbit in or a donkey in that movie. I, I do really enjoy accidentally in love. So let's just say it's that. probably my favorite Counting Crows song. But but yeah. Now to... I mean, anybody else have anything to say? No, we didn't. I didn't take any notes. We've like, just gone over it. Well... It was, it, was, it was a lot of fun. What did, did you say what you wanted to say? 
Because you, you sat on the couch and you had something like you wanted to say. Oh, I mean, yeah, this movie would definitely not fly now. There's some, like, you know what I mean? Just some, sometimes it's things that it says, or things that, like, like I said, it talked about, like, just stuff that, like, is relevant now, but, like, just gender, which is hilarious. There's, there's I mean, a lot of things that have, like, there's, there's a YouTuber out there mm-hmm. that I'll use the example. He is a... A gay gentleman, and he did every gay reference that The Simpsons did. Mm-hmm. And it is over about an hour and like 45 minutes long. Yeah. And it is, and he's like, 90% of these are negative. Negative. And he's like, there's there's not a lot of positive representation out there. Yeah. So I feel like that 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 is just now a more recent thing that everyone is trying to include, make everybody included. Included. Like, they're not trying to hurt feelings. Like, it's not funny because the. The puppet wears a, wants to cross dress. It's not fun. Like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where it's also a kids' movie. So you're thinking too much hard into it. No, yeah, where, no, yeah. It. There are things that that are entertaining, but they're trying to like, like there are people that were upset that in Raya, the Last Dragon, because you could. There are points where you could tell that maybe she had an attraction to the other princess in the movie. Yeah, oh. and they couldn't break it they couldn't go through that point to be like she did like her Mm. like she was obsessed with her at points yeah and it was kind of there but it's also a kids movie so you kind of just go with she didn't like anybody yeah so but you don't need that romantic subplot in raya and the last dragon uh i will say it's more no it's more father-daughter thing well that movie the well you so but but there's people on the internet that are like, why didn't Disney take yeah. that step? Yeah. And be like, she likes her. Or she li- or the other girl likes her. But I think they respected each other, and I thought that worked well because for what the movie wanted it to do. Got it. Yeah. But I think, like, some, like, there are groups out there that want that too, but I, I agree that there's not enough representation out there for them. Yeah. So, like, enough positive representation. Like, you can count, like, like the Simpsons say, you count more negative things than positives. Yeah. So I would agree that they should have gone that step just to create a positive model for people to look at. Yeah, but in hindsight, you know what I mean? Yeah, if you but only for had a storytelling purpose, it didn't need to be there. That's at least my opinion on the whole thing. Like, I agree that there should be more, but we should... Well, and I, I think you could maybe make the argument. Well, no, never mind. But like, like most, like most positive gay or like trans representation, you can go with like maybe the Birdcage, maybe Philadelphia. Yeah. Even then, still, there's like negative things in the Birdcage. There's negative things in Philadelphia. Yeah. There's all these other things. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. Well, robot punches now, boys. Yep. Okay. Let's Shrek punch this. I'll swamp it. Four. Ooh. I really enjoy Shrek 2. I remember going to the Carlisle Barracks and watching that movie with my dad and my family at the old little podunk movie theater they have on the barracks. And I remember sitting there and my mom and dad rolling at this movie. They laughed and we went and saw it like three more times. That's why. It was, my, my dad left that movie going, this is one of the best movies I've seen at the time and it was, it was just a fun time where we all had a Shrek 2 so, and I 
it is the best Shrek movie, in my opinion. Like, people argue that one is better, but after you watch one and then you watch, watch two, two, visually, the art style and everything gets better. better but even storyline. Like, even the story, I thought, did a better job of telling the story. I agree with you 110%. So, I thought even, like, the voice cast got better, <laughs> and it just was, like, I just thought they knew they were who they were as a character, and I thought that everybody did a great job, so it's a lot of fun. I didn't expect to have as much fun watching this again yeah. after I had just watched Shrek 1. But I, it's, it was just fun. And I think something just missed when the fairy godmother died. And then we got 3, which was just the Prince Charming villain movie. Oh, I didn't know with that. With Justin Timberlake, which is why Justin is on the thing. Because at that time, Cameron was, Diaz had just was dating. No, was no, no, they were dating still. No, I thought they broke no, up. because that's how Justin Timberlake got in 3. The deal that Cameron Diaz would come back for 3... Was if Justin Timberlake was in three? Are you sure? I thought yep, they, that I, was how, that's how Justin Timberlake was already in three. I thought they broke up. No, they didn't break up because else, else she wouldn't have worked with him. Well, no, no, three. I thought they broke up, and I thought they were supposed to be an awkward set because they had broken up and they were in both. No, them. that was that that happened during the process of three. Ah, but three came out, and that's how he got the job. That's gotcha. how we have Justin Timberlake as an actor now, is mainly because of the Shrek movie. Really? Yeah, because at the end of the day, Jesse, not Jessica Biel, Cameron Diaz Put him was, on. Wanted, wanted him to be in the movie. That's how he got to be in 3. Mm. was because she was like, I'm not coming unless Justin is with me. Mm. Cameron, you ho. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I take that back. Because he plays, cause he plays King Arthur because he has to replace... Prince Charming? Prince, no, not Prince Charming. He has to replace Shrek because Shrek is pretending to be king when John Cleese dies in the beginning. Oh. Uh -huh. I, I don't remember the third That's one. That's because the third one is so almost forgettable. I'm not going to lie to you. I, a lot of... Once they hit the third one, I don't really watch them. Except four, for the Matrix. Four is one. not bad. Four with Rumpelstiltskin is not bad. <laughs> who does Rumpelstiltskin want in the fourth one? Four. He's the bad guy. And who's he claiming? He turns, he turns back time. Oh. And turns Shrek back into... He gives Shrek back his freedom and does never meets Fiona. Oh... So he didn't want to be married. So Shrek was like, oh, "I'm trying." To Shrek be was Shrek was having a midlife crisis in that movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's not a bad it's not a bad little film. When it, when when do they introduce the teenagers, the Shrek teenagers? Like they're, the the officers? that doesn't happen. The kids the kids are babies in four. Oh, okay. Um. So Ken, you're up. Uh, Lewis. Well, Lewis Lewis agreed with you 110. percent So he oh, gives so that a, means he gives it a four. Also, so he gives it a 4.4 robot punches. Oh, okay. I was, uh, yeah, that's. I uh, don't, I don't know. I would, I would, no, I was gonna give it four, four, four robot punches. Like that was mine. So yeah, I agree with you. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's a four. Uh, like I said, I, um, yeah, like I said earlier on, like as as I was watching this, I was like. This is absolutely better than the first one mm -hmm. in almost every way. Um, I don't know that you. I, I should. I don't know that I would recommend skipping the first one and just watching this. Like if you'd never. No, seen but if any you. But if you can, before. you can go to the second one because they do a pretty good job of like. Here's Shrek. Here's what he is. Like I think you can enter this movie without watching the first one. Still, sort of. But yeah, you need context from the first one a little bit to understand why she could turn into a to a real person and all that. Yeah, I, I think 
Especially, especially the like the climax of this movie, how Fiona chooses to be to go back to being an ogre, mm-hmm. like based on because Fiona is is not in this movie a lot. No. She is. That's why a, in the third movie she's in it more. She's than a she backstage. Is. She's a backseat character. She's a you know. She's the one that beats the bad guy. I think at three. Uh, in this movie, she's With she's just not. Princesses. Does she not, not want to be in the second one as much, or no? I think it just is the way it's written. Okay. Because if um, and it could be that that's why she uh, <laughs> threw some of her weight around to go come back for the third one. Like, yeah. well, you gave me short shrift on the second one. Why should I come back to the third mm-hmm. one? Because Cameron Diaz was almost on her way out of acting at this point. Because she's, she's done acting now. Oh, really? She's not acting. She's done. Yeah. She's retired. Cameron Diaz is retired. Really? Yeah. Her last movie, I think, was Annie. Oh, it wasn't Bad Teacher? No, Bad Teacher was before Annie. Uh, is that why she did, like, sex tape and all that stuff? Because she was like, I'm going to It was one of those things where, where it like... was like, okay, I'll make some money. Dude. Or she had contracts that she needed to finish. Oh, I was going to say, because Cameron Diaz, I mean... Well, she she was in... Uh... No, that's, that's a video oh, short. Oh, that's a video short, okay. That's a video mind. short they did for... Um, for, to support COVID stuff. Okay. It's where all these action movie. It's where all these action star like females did a like someone would punch the the screen on their phone and then it would transition to another person backing up. Oh, uh, okay, cool. So it's a neat little video if you ever get a chance to watch it. Boss Boss Bitch Fight is a really cool movie. Boss Bitch Fight. It's a really fun. It's a really fun. Wow, she's only been in fifty seven movies. Yeah, but with the Shrek money and everything coming in. Wow, you're right. 2014 was her last fucking movie. Yeah, she, she's retired. She officially has decreed she's retired. Maybe she'll come back once I'm an actor. She might, if, if enough money, if enough dump truck full of money could pull up mean, to her house. I'll have Elizabeth. I mean, if they do a, uh, a movie about me, I'll have Cameron Diaz play Elizabeth. Play you, play Liz. <laughs> and, and I'll play me. <laughs> and you'll play you. <laughs> but yeah, this movie was uh, a lot of fun. But... I'm going to tell everybody my movie now. Mm. So, I had options to go through because all of you people decided you wanted to change it to a theme month randomly. And Tyler's not here to appreciate the fact that I'm about to do this. So, I could have picked Captain America Winter Soldier. That's a second movie in a trilogy. That would have been fun. Uh Could have done that. Nah. Decided I wanted to go a little deeper. Could have done, you know, Return of Jafar. That would have been fun. Picked the third in the Aladdin movies. That would have been a good time. Prince of the King of Thieves? No, that's the, that's the that's last one. That's the third yeah, one. Yeah, you second the third in, one. I apologize. So I wanted to pick the second in a movie where I also hit the nostalgia factor that I was missing by not doing Space Jam. Lion King one and a half. So, I would like to point out to everybody that the amount of stuff in my basement that I'm just going to tell to the audience is contained to either movie stuff or Dragon Ball Z stuff. So, I would like to point out that Dragon Ball Super has a trilogy. <laughs> And the second movie in that trilogy is Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Is it? Is it Resurrection Freezer, baby? I have the Blu-ray to let We you. got that golden banana, baby! <laughs> so we're doing Resurrection F, Dragon Ball Z for the trilogy. What? Coming uh, up. And I would like to point out on, on air that Ken said off mic that he would rate anything that I gave him this week a two. Oh. So he has to go at least a two. At least a two, and let me tell you, Dragon Ball Z. I don't know is that at I, least a you five. said it last week. You actually said two point five, but I let you go to two. <laughs> so Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F. Let's all get it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Should have put the second Naruto movie because <laughs> I did go in theaters because I watched it. In them. <laughs> you 
That's okay. We don't have a we don't have a streaming. But yeah, so. Yeah, I'm not paying money for this. I, that's why I was giving it to you. Okay. <laughs> I have a, a Blu-ray and a DVD. I'd plan to give one of the one to Tyler, one to you. Okay. And Lewis could find it any way he had it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll be able to watch. Uh, it's only ninety minutes. It's, I mean, I yeah, I was about to say it's ninety minutes. I can literally so it's not watch the episodes. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say you can watch all the episodes. <laughs> you can just too. watch the episodes. But they do change stuff from the episodes to the movie, which is also going to be brought up mm. in my conversation. I'm excited. So, look forward to that, everybody. <laughs> In our continuation of random sequel month. <laughs> because what the hell. So we'll see y'all next. Oh, God, I don't have the paper. Oh, no. I'm it's so that time of night. It's that time of night. Yeah, it's that time of night. It's that time of night. Everybody, it's send us all emails to the podcast at gmail.com. Check us out on the website at www.thepostmanpodcast.com. And, oh yeah, my last bit of news. Did you hear the po- the Borderlands movie wrapped? No. Yeah, the Borderlands movie wrapped because they put a picture of their claptrap from the movie. Huh. Um, and, no, didn't hear that at all. And Twitter, at The Posterman Pod. Check us out on Instagram, at The Posterman Podcast. Find us on Facebook, at The Posterman Podcast. And check us out on YouTube, at The Posterman Podcast. Tyler was supposed to be here. We don't know where he is. But he's checking out his daddy's new truck his in a sexual way. Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's very Southland Tales of him, if you catch my drift. Um, oh, oh. And then oh. <laughs> next time, also, uh, remember to go to HelloFresh.com. Put in promo code the Posterman Podcast for zero free meals. Or get zero. <laughs> that is a zero. Got him. Zero free meals. And we'll see y'all next week, everybody. Good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, Yeah, bye, everybody.